Welcome to Write for Joy. My name's Allie Cross. I'm a USA Today bestselling author and certified life coach. I have chased joy my whole life until one day I realized I already had it. I found my joy, and now my goal is to help you find yours. Joy is all around us, so let's see if we can grab some of it for ourselves today. I'm Allie Cross, and this is Right for Joy. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm joined by Adrian Monson, an award-winning hybrid author and my friend. <laughs> Hi, you guys. It's always so fun when Allie's here. We've already had some uh, some Allie goof-ups. It's all right. Life is good, right? So We're having a good time. Yeah. So if you're watching the video, you can see Adrienne's beautiful books beside her. She's so good at positioning herself so well to show off her stuff. I'm like, yeah, nothing. Adrienne is what is known as a vampire expert, which I feel is a whole show in and of itself. <laughs> she got dubbed as the vampire expert by MSN when her blood inheritance novels came out, which are obviously vampire books. We're going to have to ask her about those. So that's a trilogy, but she also writes historical romance and dystopian and retold fairy tales. I want to know if the retold fairy tales have vampires in them or dystopian stuff or. Uh, I call it paranormal. There's oh. definitely paranormal elements in all of the retold Hi. details. Nice. Adrienne actually lives here in Utah. She lives with her husband. She's got two kids. And she, she is this amazing person who I think could probably do anything if she wanted to. But at the moment, anyways, she's a yoga instructor. She loves combat training and she also is an emotional release therapist. So it's possible that we might have her back on the show at some later date to talk a little bit more deeply about joy in the abstract. Um, because I think that, well, like I say in my intro that I've spent most of my life chasing joy only to discover that I already had it and just didn't realize I think there's a lot more happiness and joy out there in the world if people knew how to recognize it. I think it's less about going out and finding it. You know, it's an internal thing, really. It's perspective and stuff, right? Would you agree with that, Adrian? Absolutely would agree. Pam Robinson is the person who has trained me to be an emotional release therapist. And she has a book where she talks about our brain stores information of happy memories along with emotional clutter, as she called it. So we tend to focus on the negatives, but those positive things are right there in that same part of the brain. We just have to be willing to look for it. That's interesting. I have all sorts of thoughts spinning off from that. It makes me think of Amy Cuddy's power posing and positive affirmations. She thinks they work more powerfully if you have first done some power posing. It's like clearing away all that, the road blockage or whatever, so yes. that we can see more clearly to 
who we are and the power and awesomeness that's in us. Perhaps the way that you help people clear away the clutter to access their happy memories and their positive emotions so they can learn how to access them more easily. Uh, yeah, us, I think we shall have a show on that. Okay, that sounds great. I'm very passionate about that. So yeah, yeah, I bet you are. That must be an amazing experience. Yeah, very fulfilling. I mean, talk about joy. I get a lot of joy out of doing that. Yeah. So I wanted to get your definition of joy. um, Because when you when you tell someone, you know, hey, let's talk about where you find joy in writing. I've found already and I'm new at the show that everyone has a slightly different perspective of what joy is. And this morning I was listening to a a religious devotional and they were talking about joy and relating joy to service, that you find joy in the service of others. And you were just talking about that. And so um, it's just interesting how some people think it's just happiness. it is a very complicated word. It's only three letters. It's like this teeny tiny word and yet it can mean so much. So it's true. What, how do you, for you personally and or for this particular topic, define joy? And, and that's a great question. Like you said, everyone has somewhat of a different perspective. And for me, I think, like you said, that little tiny three letter word, there's so much that goes into it. and. So for me, I think of joy as having inner peace, um, like being at peace with oneself and their place in this world. I think you can't have joy without having gratitude. Like they just go hand in hand together. The more gratitude you have in your life, the more joy you find in your life. So I guess in a nutshell, that's what I think. Yeah, I love that. I read a study recently, but I don't have it at my fingertips where basically it was a study about gratitude and its impact on our mental health. Mm-hmm. And they, the study showed quite unequivocally that I love it when I bring out big words and then I have to think about it. Like, was, did I actually say- <laughs> You said it correctly. You're good. Or whatever. <laughs> it was like, I have to think. Um, but basically the people who had to write down 10 things that they were grateful for each night before bed. They got healthier, both physically and mentally, and rated themselves as happier, like a far greater amount than the control group that just didn't do any of those things. I think that you're probably right about the gratitude because I think it's all part. And it's interesting you say peace because I hadn't thought of joy as a sense of peace, but you're certainly not the only person to have said that. And when I looked up all the definitions of peace, no, joy, um, peace is part of it. So Uh um, yeah, so I love it. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so here's, first of all, I never even gave you a chance to talk to us about your books. So as a lead-in to where you find joy in your writing, tell us a little bit about you as an author. About me as an author. Well, that's a wide I, open question. I know. <laughs> where to begin? Right? Um, yeah, I just, 
I've always enjoyed doing storytelling. Mostly it was in my head when I was a kid. I just, I was a voracious reader and that translated into me making up stories in my head when I was born at school. And then I joined some writing contests in elementary school and it was just a fun escape. So you've been putting pen to paper from a young age. Yeah. Obviously for the writing contests. Right. Yeah. Elementary school pretty young. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I didn't think of it as like, this is going to be my career. It was right. just fun, you know? Yeah. So when did you start writing in earnest or did you not so much? It just happened kind of over time. Well, it was when I became a stay-at-home mom, when my first son, who is a boy, was born. And I quit after he was about four months old, my, my day job. And just became a stay-at-home mom. And he was such a good sleeper. He slept 12 hours at night and then two two two-hour naps in the day. (laughs) And we lived in this tiny little home. It was really easy to take care of and keep it clean. So I just rediscovered my love of reading first. And then I thought, you know what? Why I have this time. I should just start writing like for reals and actually try to publish it this time. And did you find your path? to writing pretty easy after that point you were just a writer or oh no it's not that easy is it it was a small press publisher called jollyfish press and they've been bought out by a larger um young adult company and i i left the press at that point because my books are new adult um but yeah i i joined writers groups and just i was like the president of the utah chapter writers for a little while. And I just tried to immerse myself in going to writers conferences and just be around people who could help mentor me and let me know, you know, what I needed to do. Give me some connection. The the right state for that. It is not special to be a writer in Utah. It's really sad. How does that No, it is not. You tell someone you're a writer and they're like, oh, me too. Or my mom. My mom, my sister, my dog. You know, like they're all writers. Remember, <laughs> you up another state and you mentioned that you're a writer. People are like, ah, oh, you know, and it's really not that special. <laughs> I guess it's time to move, huh, Allie? Well, it's awesome and unfortunate. You know, it's awesome because we make such beautiful writer friends here and there is such a great support system and mm-hmm. opportunities and everything. You definitely don't have to be an alone writer here in Utah. There's somebody somewhere who will have uh, lunch with you or have a write-in with you or something. Absolutely. But, um, Which is beautiful. Also, I love that. It is beautiful. It's a little hard to shine when you are surrounded by so many stars. But, we, you know, we all brighten the night sky, right? I have no idea where these things come from. It's just in the head. And then I say stupid things. So tell us about your books. Yeah, I started with the Vampire Trilogy and... I started branding myself as like the vampire person. Uh-huh. And then I just had so many different story ideas that I couldn't, I couldn't stay in one lane. What? So, what genre are you writing in now? I am writing dystopian right now. I'm writing a trilogy and the first book of that will be my 10th book that gets published and it should come out right. this fall. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, and for everyone listening, all of Adrian's links are in the show notes. 
So please follow her. Uh, make sure you click the follow button on Amazon or that you sign up for her newsletter so that you know when each new book comes out. So down to what we're here for. Tell me about where you find joy in your writing. Joy in my writing. Well, I, I feel like I'm a crazy person. I have characters that talk to me in my head all the time. And no, you're not crazy. It's just called writer, right? I know, right? And, that, you know, I even have like another trilogy after this dystopian one. And I have, I'm not getting around to writing it yet. And I, I just feel like they're kind of nudging me. Right? In my brain. I know. I understand it's that. It's like this mix of, I know, I know, I'll get to you. And there's so much joy in telling someone's story. And I really don't feel like I put a lot of elements of myself and my characters. They're just these Very amazing. I mean, it's different because I know I definitely write myself into my books and uh -huh. um, I kind of thought everybody did that. So, so that's now, really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, for me, I, I'm a somewhat private person. So there's an element of I, I don't want to share the deep details of my psyche to other people. I will share other people's stories with other people. And I feel like I still connect with people that way, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be my books necessarily. Connecting with any other reader who shares a love of a book is just a fun thing to do. And I think there's joy that comes from, you know, saying, oh my gosh, you love that book too. And oh yeah, I stayed up all night to read it. And oh yeah, you know, like it's just this bonding moment that you have with books that it reaches far deeper than almost anything else when you're yeah. connecting with someone. Well, we as humans have been telling stories to each other from the very beginning. So are you that when you're creating your characters and writing from, from the truth of who they are, you find joy in knowing that this character will resonate with someone who... Is that where you find your joy? Is is it kind of in that process? It's definitely heavily tied to that. And also, I, I just love being able to show readers that, because every character goes through a difficult thing, right? Yeah. And we have so many difficult things we deal with in our own life. And I feel like writing these books is just another way to show someone First of all, it helps them escape for a minute and they can take a break mm -hmm. from all the heaviness in their life. And then they can also just see, oh my gosh, yeah, there is a way to overcome this. There's a way to work through the difficulties and come out on the other side. And yeah. I feel like every story kind of showcases that to readers. It's that hero's journey, which we're all living in our real life as uh -huh. the heroes of our own stories. But in books, we can, we see a whole life kind of encapsulated in this one 400 page 300 page story yeah and makes it easier for us to to learn and grow ourselves and so. I also think it helps validate too because there might be some people yeah. who think I'm the only one going through this but if they read about a character who is going through something similar or worse or something even mm -hmm. though they're a fictional character there's yeah. some validation there for a reader that's why there is this such a strong call over the last 10 years or so for not only diverse characters, but 
people with mental illnesses or physical impairments and everything, because we all want to see ourselves in someone who is overcoming the hard stuff. Agreed. So, so there's definitely, it just makes me so fascinated about the, the connection that happens between people, even though you are an author who is so far removed physically from your reader, mm-hmm. you can still share in this kind of intimate experience. You've put your heart and hope onto a page and someone receives them. We're yes. not lucky enough to have everyone receive the messages that we're sharing. Some people will just read them and go, hey, that was good, or they might not like it at all. Mm-hmm. But someone will receive the, the heart message. That's not to say that we're all writing stories with like heavy themes or morals, sure. but yeah, but we're writing from our hearts and sharing that. And it's it's amazing that it will be received by someone who will never know you, never see you, might never know or think of your name, but will know this character and their experience. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I do, I call my, my books popcorn books. They're purely entertainment, but there, there's always some depth, I think, even to the lightest type of stories. And listening to you, I don't think it would be possible to have a story written by you that didn't have heart. Oh, well, so thank you. I just can't imagine that. So I kind of think that's extra awesome that you can write light, easy, not easy, but popcorn. I'll just go with that popcorn like book. It's just fast and easy to read, right? Right. It's, it but you out of reality still, for a little while. You enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, I would love it if people do, you know, feel the heart of it too. I don't know how you feel, Allie, when you're writing, but sometimes it feels like I'm pulling teeth or you know I've seen like memes of someone bleeding on to yeah. the <laughs> keyboard like, days like that feel that sure yeah yeah this is a really great conversation Adrian thank you so much do you have any um any last message or something that you would like your readers to know or our listeners <laughs> um okay so Readers, just keep enjoying life and find ways to have joy. And I agree with Ali's message of joy is is found within, not without. And writers, just keep writing. The, the writers who are successful are the ones that just sit in the chair and keep writing. Don't let yourself get distur- discouraged when you feel sad or depressed or unmotivated. It's okay to give yourself those days where you're just going to have self-indulgence and then get back to writing because you will succeed if you do that. I hear you. I shall endeavor to write more. I (laughs) I feel like I'm just coming off of a long stretch that was really hard for me. So yeah. So and and it's okay. Like I said, it's okay to life circumstances make it that you have to prioritize your own health first. You can't create until you're taking care of you. That is true. That is definitely true. But I also, I kind of feel like in life in general, whether you've screwed up or avoided doing the thing, whatever it is, we're not looking back. We're going forward. 
So every day is a new day. And, um, but I heard your message. I shall show up to write. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good. I inspired one person. That's great. <laughs> it's good to get that encouragement. Today was a harder day. So I, I personally appreciate that. Adrian, thank you so much. Like I said earlier, I've said it several times now, I'm pretty sure there's so many conversations we could have. And I think a lot of them might be of interest to this audience. So don't be surprised if I knock on your door again and be like, can we go, go talk about joy now? <laughs> um, For you, Ali, anything. I adore you. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. I am so grateful for you. This woman is, like I said at the beginning, she is beautiful inside and out. And it's the inside that really radiates. And I hope all of you, or as many as possible, have the chance to, if not meet her in person, to read one of her books. I suspect you will find that beauty that resides in her, in her stories. So... I hope you'll check them out and thank you for listening to Write for Joy and to Adrian for joining us and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much, Ali. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me.